everybody, and welcome to Twin Island Week 3. We are having so much fun in the sun here. Um, it is an island, though, and we have been sort of, I'd say the two-week mark is your perfect vacation. Three-week, you're getting a little bit stir-crazy, um, and by that I mean... Um, we do have a full-fledged Lord of the Flies situation going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the twins have started uh, fighting each other to the death. Um, some are cannibals. Uh, cannibalism is happening here. <laughs> Olivia and I are <laughs> hiding out in a tree, uh, a la the Hunger Games. The little one named Piggy uh, with a conch shell he has died so all hope is lost um welcome to twin island but we are still having fun and i am still drinking a strawberry daiquiri i've still got my fishbowl five alive don't you dare talk about five alive because i want to write a thesis on it how much i loved getting it after going swimming at the local pool and every time in the vending machine every time after i would get a five alive i'm pretty sure five alive is the best the perfect juice not juice legally not juice says who i don't know i just when i taste it i feel like okay well uh maybe if you could tell your lawyers to stand down uh (laughs) (laughs) i made the statement it is the perfect juice and he said wait wait till your lawyers hear this because he said wouldn't know never never had it Okay, you're okay. Booked. Is he? Is he, is he Amish? <laughs> Where was he? Okay, that's not the okay. southern. That's not the southern Ontario experience I had. Um, you're uh, swimming in Five Alive. I haven't seen a Five Alive in years. I haven't held one in my hand in years. I nor have I palmed a Five Alive. Uh, oh my gosh, juice box but- in a while. A cold five alive, an ice cold five alive from a can. Did you okay. ever have that experience? No, I didn't. And I actually, now that you've said that, I don't think I've ever even really had it cold before. <laughs> well, a juice in juice box form. Good luck through it's that cardboard. Pretty much always just room temp. The cardboard on a juice box is like a Yeti tumbler. <laughs> It's just holding yeah, the, the heat in. The cannot penetrate that. This is why how I know Five Alive is not juice. When you sn- when you have it in a can, it does fizz. There is, yeah, you do get a crack, a little tss when you open it. So I don't know any other juice that does that. This is 30 going on 13. <laughs> <laughs> a juice-related podcast where we talk about all things juice. We only talk about juice. Sometimes, uh, you know things that fall under the terms of beverages no 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 what we actually do is talk about films from our childhood films we haven't watched in a while and we talk about what it's like watching them through an adult lens i am one of your co-hosts maddie foley and with me as always is the beautiful atop the tree atop a tree is the beautiful warrior olivia collect and we are fighting for our lives but also we're having fun (laughs) it's still so I do want to make that clear, like it is still a fun island vibe, but um, it, it has become sort of a Lord of the Flies situation. This whole month, uh, our whole purpose for being here on Twin Island is to celebrate the lives and work of Mary Kay and Ashley, uh, the Olsen twins, and their... Uh, so <laughs> this, this week we had a vote of what we were going to watch. Our Lips Are Sealed was the, uh, was the pick. Now, unfortunately... I'm not going to keep my lips sealed about what happened. <laughs> this movie, <laughs> this 
talk about exclusive. This movie <laughs> is the hottest ticket item in town. I had to buy an Amazon DVD and DVD player of this film. <laughs> you cannot find it anywhere. There is not one trace of this movie on the internet it's almost like they don't want us to find it which makes me want to watch it even more so as soon as my dvd comes in i'm gonna watch it and then i'm going to as if this is the goddamn 1980s lend my dvd (laughs) to olivia (laughs) so that we will bring you that our lips are sealed episode on week four this week Instead, we are doing It Takes Two to Make a Thing Go Right. They never play that song in this movie. I don't know why I'm singing no. it. It Takes Two to Make It Out of Sight. It Takes Two, the 1995 film starring the Olsen twins, Kirstie Alley, Gutenberg. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg. Vincenzo. Oh um, my God, Vincenzo. A camp in Ontario. It's all, it's, all, it's, all kind of, it's all kinds of fun. So don't worry, you will not be disappointed. Before we dive in to our film rundown, Everyone, please put your palms together in a non in a non religious way. A non religious way is completely secular. Please bow your heads in a secular way. Oh, it's a little hard up in the tree to bow my head without getting too dizzy and falling out. I am seeing the twins from the Rugrats. They are running around <laughs> <laughs> beneath us with little tiny arrows. Um, so I really don't want to fall out of this tree and get shot by Lil and Phil. But again, the twins from the Rugrats are also on this island. It's filled with twins, if you can imagine. Now this week, I have to warn you. Olivia, you're going to flip your damn lid. I ran out of fun facts, but I didn't run out of strange facts. Okay. These three facts I'm about to tell you are a little more strange. So, strange fact number one. Neither of the twins have ever bought something online in their entire lives ever once they have only ever shopped for something in person and bought it in person or have had someone shop for them (gasps) that was your little dog teddy yeah he's up in the tree with us he's a terrible guard dog (laughs) (laughs) how up to date is that information because does that account for the the time of the pandemic oh no this is pre-co okay because i tend to think if i mean if that's you know up to up to date that's wild and good that on is them. wild or bad on them what do you mean bad on them stay home stop going shopping yeah but also what are we doing supporting jeff bezos celebrating jeff number two now you're gonna love this one apparently the twins share childhood memories in a like clinical way i forget what the name of it is didn't write it down probably should have but they have a shared memory of their childhood so the things that happened to the one of them the other will remember as if it happened to them okay where did you get these from (laughs) okay i gotta say this source wasn't quite as scholarly as some of my There's a lot of percentage signs and and ampersands where'd in the you, in the URL. <laughs> where'd you find this creepy pasta? <laughs> this is a this is from our our, our Olsen twins uh, creepy pasta subreddit. <laughs> I'm sure that that fact is from like one offhanded interview where like one of them was like, "Oh, that happened to me," and they're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot." Right, and then from that, it's like. 
the Olsen twins have clinical telepathy. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have heard about this twin weirdness before in general. Twins are, twins are naughty is what we have always said. And twins are weird. Twins are naughty and twins are weird. And that is, that's <laughs> two facts. My last fact, get your five alive straw, stick it in because this one's juicy. At Mary-Kate's wedding to... Olivier Sarkozy, which R.I.P. It was <gasps> the divorce was finalized oh. a mere days ago. Did you see the picture of their Zoom proceeding? I did not. Somebody on Twitter had the funniest goddamn, and I wish I could give a shout out to them, but whoever wrote this is so funny. They wrote Zoom improv is getting pretty bleak <laughs> <laughs> because it's like a panel okay, of like nine fun. people. Ooh, everyone's there. It's crazy. The third fact is at Mary Kate's wedding to Olivier Sarkozy, there were only 50 people in attendance. It was very small, but each table had a fishbowl on it filled with cigarettes. And apparently the like it was nonstop smoking the entire night and almost oh. every table finished their bowl, fishbowl filled with cartons of cigarettes. Oh my God. God. So it was basically the <laughs> Wendy's smoking section. <laughs> I'm still a high schooler, so I'm still like, is that cool? Should I be doing that? I was inclined to think that just because it's like, ooh, we're smoking. we're Parisian. We're French. See, that's way more of like a ooh when it comes to smoking. Yeah. But I don't know. When you say like fifty people in a room smoking. Tons. Yeah. So those are our those are our fun slash strange. Getting a little bit weirder. I guess as I guess you could say as the island gets weirder, so does this entire experience slash dedication to Mary Kay Nashley <laughs> um that we've sort of put ourselves through uh willingly. So those are our fun facts. We're we're in we're gonna be in this tree for the next little bit talking about the film too was that a song no i just said it weird because i was trying to think of the <laughs> next thing okay so it takes two is 1995 they're nine little rascals was 94 how the west was fun the uh, the funniest title i've ever fucking heard in my goddamn <laughs> life is how the west was fun double double toil and trouble not creative but fun to grandmother's house we go and hanging with mr cooper those are all in between full house and it takes two. Also, the adventures of Mary Kay Nashley. So, which is like those, that's where the school one that I was talking about happened, where right. there's just that yeah, episode yeah, yeah. of them going to school. I love so those. That is when you think of like the library of MKNA, is the adventures of Mary Kay Nashley, is those weird, like the pizza sleepover, right? Yada, yada, yada. Needless to say, they're at the top of their, of their GD game. game here. Yeah. I don't like to give compliments to children because I think it makes them too cocky. Eat, cocky gives, I hate gives a cocky ego. kid. As <laughs> as we've said in the past, there's there's nothing we hate more than a kid uh, talking about their accomplishments. I shouldn't be the one to help build a child's confidence. They should build it themselves. <laughs> um <laughs> That's so fun. You can hear uh, more about that in our parenting podcast. No kids, but a whole lot of opinions <laughs> about them. No kids, no problem. And, uh, and then yeah, in yeah, yeah. and then in small titles and small titles, yeah. still got a lot of opinions about them, though. Um, <laughs> they are twin twin twins, like fully, fully hard to tell apart, totally. which is which works great, great for me because I feel less stupid not being able to tell them apart. OK, but having said that, 
I pride myself on someone who very easily can um, differentiate. You know my, your girls. My twins. I know my girls. I was also struggling. So I was curious to see which twin will play which character. And before looking, I said to mm-hmm. myself, naturally, my inclination is to think that Ashley, Ashley. is more of a rich girl character and MK is more of a foster kid character who would be the tomboy in real life of the two as kids like to me it made sense that mk was the tomboy okay that's all i needed to know because ashley is kind of like the more polished princess of the two the casting made sense to me and i because i was correct ashley does play Alyssa, and mk does play amanda uh, so let's do our sweeping statements before we dive into our cron order rundown. There really isn't much to say. I love this movie. I love ding, this ding, movie. Ding, ding, ding. It- you are being tested. That's the right answer. <laughs> you got an A. I think it is a perfect kids movie. It was so fun. I barely took a single pee break. You held your pee for this? No, I didn't hold my pee. But when I went to the washroom, I actually like kept the door open. I wanted to still hear what was going on. I wasn't sort of using the washroom as a safe as a, haven a gotcha, from gotcha. a terrible film, you know? Okay, so you are still peeing, but door... Okay, I'm loving that for you. I feel like that is a sign of growth. Sweeping statements for me? Love it. We've got a fun kids plot. Mm-hmm. The other thing about this, I will, uh, well, I don't know how to say it, so I'm just going to come out and say it. I did go to this camp uh, when I was 12. I went to this camp. It is called Camp Minioe. It is a Christian camp. Okay, maybe we actually crossed paths in the uh, literally in the, water. Uh, in the water. Our wakes touched You're, whilst okay. we were both doing rock on totally tubular Christian wakeboarding. You, you are full on um, jumping and switching. I was jumping hands. the wake. I was jumping the wake. I was butter sliding. I'm still in the water, holding on for dear life, can't bring myself up. You must have been the one that I actually like zoomed right up to and used your head as a jump. (laughs) Yeah, you jumped. I remember that actually. You jumped my head and then, you know, when hockey players skid into someone and ice them, you you did that with the water. Do a Yui. Let's turn back around and add, (laughs) let's add insult to injury. I want to spray her in the face. With that being said, let's just dive right on into our chronological rundown. We start, we open on a street, I believe, in Toronto. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wait, where's the camp? Muskoka. I know for a fact the house is in the bridal path, the mansion. Oh. Yep. Like, we get a shot of her at that school playing the piano. Mm-hmm. Well, that's friggin' U of T. That's my all. Shot. That's my alma mater. Okay. Okay. So you're fully just bragging this whole episode (laughs) i would love to go on this walking tour uh of the it takes two honestly i've got a company idea and i'm gonna i'm gonna (laughs) reach out to you after because i can see i'm picturing us with sticks that Mm -hmm. say like 
because you know all walking tour people have sticks to guide people i'm they love to walk with a stick i'm pretty sure you're just talking about when it's a ghost tour and they they (laughs) hold a lantern with a stick but we we could have uh mary kate nashley sticks i guess ours could be like the sticks in the opening scene that amanda and her fellow fellow foster kids use as substitute baseball bats let's talk about that stick amanda lemon our little tomboy teen tomboy teen teen (laughs) she she looks to be about five years old our little tomboy twin is playing baseball in the streets with her and her other orphaned friends so many orphans running around this street you know how orphaned these kids are they don't even have a a gosh dang bat to play with they are playing with a full-blown stick one of those sticks that I guess you just play sticks with. Is that what the game is called? Devil sticks? Devil sticks, yes. These did appear to be kind of like decorative style, colorful sticks. Like, get these kids some bats. It's hard enough to hit a ball with a bat, let alone a skinny ass stick. Oh my God. These are the most orphaned kids I've ever seen in my life. Jean everywhere. We've got primary color everywhere. Like a classic orphan. We've got backwards caps this scene with these orphans is teeming with uh, a style i like to call lil slugger lil slugger yeah this is my current day style this was my style as a kid i basically dressed exactly like amanda lemon my entire childhood with a little backwards cap some overalls oh i got i gotta say the 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 flooded jean oh buddy fully opened (laughs) open bottom flare flood giant leg balloons aren't even floods they're like full-blown baggy pants well i love those though yeah that's all i wear with their little clompy feet at the bottom so cute and they have like a lot of like primary color striped t-shirts i love that sesame street a lot of yes that's what i'm seeing and I'm seeing a lot of like crew neck sweatshirts, yes. which is my favorite thing ever. There's something so cute and funny about it to me. Like them being like little working actors being told like you need to have a Brooklyn accent for this role. <laughs> and then them showing up to set and being like, oh man, Doa, you can't just run <laughs> away. It's like, oh, so funny. So cute. I love it. I loved it. I thought they were nailing them. Okay, well, don't lie to them, but... (laughs) So in this scene, we meet uh, Diane, played by Kirstie Alley. Okay, let me stop you right there. What are your feelings? Okay. (gasps) Uh, Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to say anything bad. Close your mouth when you're looking at me. (laughs) When I was a kid, was like, she is gorgeous. She is flawless. I'm obsessed with her. She's so maternal. I want to be her butt, but she's also so funny and cool i want her to babysit the shit out of me yeah now man that would be a hard life and that's all i can focus on i would be so tired running around chasing these kids all the time i'm feeling a lot more sympathy from her so when i was a kid i saw her as like a miss honey fig yes now i'm watching and i'm going this is my hell in an in an annie like situation okay well i fucking love her loved her then love her now you know what's holding me back there's something in the ether much like a tim allen that i heard that has sort of tainted the image for me but i do still find her natural beauty 
funny. Okay, limited to this exact film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love yes, her in it. Yes, she's yes. so good. She's so natural. She's so believable. I'm like, ooh, can she be my babysitter? Yes. I love her. She's the best. So the kids are all set up. She sort of runs the orphanage. She, she sort of like helps the kids find homes. Doesn't seem like she's doing a good job because there are a ton of kids there. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of romanticize uh, the orphan experience in a way where it's very like, okay, yeah, we're down and out, but we're having fun. And, and the people working here love us, which I don't know. From the things Listen, I've I, heard in yeah. the ether about an orphanage situation. Talk to Annie. She'll tell you. They were making it look kind of fun. Maybe something Maybe something I want to try. I don't know. <laughs> At this point, it is revealed that uh, Amanda does have some eyes on her. She does have a family that wants to adopt her. She's been scouted. She's been scouted by a talent agency, a.k.a. Par- uh, parents. The butt kisses. The butt kisses. <laughs> that's Just fun. That's fun to say. Hilarious joke. That's fun to say. And we're, you know, I'm not above it. Uh, it's a fun <laughs> thing to say. Amanda and Kirstie Alley, a.k.a. Diane, uh, roll up in a cab to the Buckus's house and immediately okay so this is a this is a semi-detached home beautiful like three floors like um what do you think this would go for downtown right now 1.8 uh, million 2.1 almost two if not two okay we've got a two million dollar home in the year 2020 that Amanda and Kirstie Alley in 1995 are looking at and saying, ugh, what a dump. Kirstie Alley goes, well, it's it's not Park Avenue. The, the, the child goes, I don't want to live here. This is disgusting. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'd be paying $1,100 to rent the basement of that place <laughs> if it was a single studio. This is a symptom of adulthood. Capitalism. Everything, everything gets tainted. You can't stop thinking about real estate. We've got real estate, real on, estate the brain. on the goddamn brain. And it ruins every film. Okay, getting, I'm like laughing to myself, getting a lawn in downtown Toronto. <laughs> So the butt kisses, um, they are characters. Uh, it's like a full-blown Annie sketch. To me, they were giving me kind of like Matilda vibes. Ooh, yes. They're Matilda 100%. parent vibes. Yes. Kirstie Alley's Miss Honey and Matilda's parents. Totally, 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 totally. Next up, we meet our young Alyssa Calloway. This scene's so funny and fun because a limousine pulls up to a tarmac Tarmac. uh where we are awaiting a plane it's a big plane that says callaway cellular cellular cellular. is he a cell phone maker did he make cell phones he bought he bought i do because i i do that was part of the camp uh tour (laughs) listen every day at camp when we had to recite the callaway (laughs) cellular he bought airspace tower signals for like, satellites for cell phone signals and that's a fun little it takes two fact it takes two uh, that is for free this is our first introduction to my number one favorite character of the movie vincenzo there is nothing i love more than a kind fatherly butler character very much in the same vein mm-hmm. as oh, i suspect uh this character is based off of Vincenzo. Uh, Joe from Princess Diaries. I'm getting Joe vibes. He makes a fun little wisecrack. The guy goes, oh, all this for, for your boss or whatever. What, what does it's he like, say? It's like, the guy's like, oh, all this for A man that size or size? something? Yeah. yeah. Something about size. Yeah, which is, how, which is a wedge s- that how is. How does that? How does that go? 
<laughs> all this for a man of that a certain size? size yeah it's like that's not very natural <laughs> so, so, so some line along those lines is said by the man driving along the tarmac oh my God. and then vincenzo goes oh, you don't oh you you've got, another, you've got another thing coming you don't even know the size <laughs> This this exchange did stick out to me because I was thinking I was thinking how do they I'm trying to remember it like how did how did they wedge it I, in and I'm actually impressed the door opens the stairs come down and we are introduced to Alyssa Calloway out exits oh okay my this, God. this okay this outfit this outfit this outfit so this funny outfit. and fun a miniature diane keaton oh my gosh yeah <laughs> she is she's in a little oversized um, oversized suit it's so cute uh, pantsuit uh cream colored pantsuit and a big blossom hat i had this hat i had this hat you could of buy it at, obviously did. you could buy it at walmart was it from the mary kate and ashley line i don't actually know it could have been bought this hat i had it with a yellow sunflower take me to christie conservation area in uh i believe halton <laughs> and put me in a red dress with this big hat with a yellow sunflower in the middle and my little okay. my little cool guy shades okay. and i'm you're the star of the place all eyes are on you i am the main character i've never felt cooler at the lake crazy conservation and everything went down it's only been downhill from there <laughs> it is so funny again this is one of the other reasons i have a kid to dress them hilariously to play pranks on what they're wearing yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah, tell yeah, them yeah. that they look dress good them like a little six-year-old woman yes. oh my god yeah that's fun if she wasn't cute enough already then we get I... the accent that she does the line is oh vincenzo you big fat fibber Oh, Vincenzo, you big fat fibber. It's, yeah, it's very good. It's very half good. It's half of a... How do you... Not British. How, what do you... Um, what I'm am I tasting I'm taste, here? Honestly, I'm tasting the remnants of a transatlantic British... Oh. Uh, New England. Uh, uh, in a time where Americans were speaking with an, a certain a certain cadence in order to appear sort of more proper and more... Okay, the Titanic. It's a Titanic. It's the Titanic. 1904. 1901. We are from New York City, yes. but we're on the Titanic and we're kind of And British. we kind of are it's British. That. It's that. It's that. It's, oh, Vincenzo, you oh. big fat fibber. <laughs> but it's bad. But it is bad. It is a child. It is. It is it a is child doing a bad accent. Absolutely terrible. And I definitely felt like there was a bit of a discrepancy in acting between the twins. I thought that MK as Lil Slugger so much better of course way better way more natural uh, it was much more believable I'm gonna put my acting cap and my twin cap on and say okay. sorry you give me a role like Amanda where I get to play in a New York kid who gets to hit the ball out of the park that's Boston mm -hmm. I'm having way more fun I'm chewing on that meaty roll I'm having fun you give me like kind of like drab like I, I just came back from piano academy so you're saying she's nine years old she's jaded she's bored with this world it's not it's giving not her anything to work challenging with. enough for oh, her okay so it wasn't challenging enough so she decided to tank it 
throw call it yeah. phone it in she's she's yeah she's throwing oh, she's throwing okay. her performance so that's what's happening uh, 10 or 10 times i'll tell you that's what i would do you know mk gets to hang out with kirstie alley for most of the movie and do her scenes with her this other one she's stuck with steve gutenberg it's the whole movie. not really and fun steve gutenberg's fine but also steve gutenberg is there anyone more 90s than steve gutenberg okay he is the 90s tell me why as a kid Okay, and this is my this is oh, gonna blow your mind. No, I'm so scared. You thought he was hot. Oh no, I'm so scared. <laughs> well, boo, because as a kid <laughs> as a kid, I thought this dad was so handsome. I thought he was so hot. I was like, that's a good looking oh, dad. That is a that is a controversial statement. As an adult, I'm like, what the like Ew. that Billy Crystal style hair? Oh my god! Oh, like the same cut. Okay, he's he's wearing a Billy Crystal wig. <laughs> <laughs> it is the exact same hair. It's hair when Harry met Sally, full oh. blown like same inches of recession. Like it is literally the same okay. hair. It's face off. It's face off. It's a movie face off, but with Billy, Billy Crystal's hair. <laughs> I was like, oh, I remember this dad being hot. And that was a weird sort of sad moment for me. Mm. The home that they're at is their lake home, a.k.a. the bridal path, a.k.a. Where's Drake? You know what? There's nothing Torontonians love more than talking If you say the bridal path, Drake. you have to say Drake. They're part and parcel. Where's, uh, where's my, Drake? My, my mom on the phone the other day. I went for a walk uh, with so-and-so on the bridal path, and we think we saw Drake's house. Okay, they love it. Everyone loves it. If we're going on the bridal path, we're talking about Drake, and we're trying to find his house. My sister uh, texted me one time at like 11.45 saying, guess where, you, guess, guess where I am? Guess where I am? And I was like, don't know. And she's like, Drake's house. And I was like, what? And she goes, well, bridal path. And I was like, okay. And she goes, well, we haven't found his house, but we're driving around. And I was like, okay, this is is taking a turn. That is the Toronto experience. You have not lived in Toronto unless you've claimed to see his house (laughs) whilst being on the bridal. This dad is another technically single dad. Oh. single dad we've got oh. another single dad okay literally didn't even occur to me yeah i was so engrossed in loving this movie well when they hide it in a good movie you you miss okay. it it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb okay that is crazy yeah what was happening in the 90s that every fucking screenwriter on the planet said we gotta have a single dad story there's gotta be something about men being predominantly screenwriters during that time and seeing themselves what's the psycho- in the what's role. What's the psychology? I don't even think I don't even think production companies were looking at scripts if they didn't have a single dad. So I think people <laughs> I think people were wedging like even like all the Pixar stuff. Like there's a lot like Finding Nemo. So I did say Vincenzo is my favorite character, but I need to uh, make an amendment. You have he two. Is tied. Okay, he is tied. This stepmom this evil stepmom as a kid you're like ah you're throwing tomatoes at the screen you're pissed you're like get this woman out of the house get her away from the twins this movie is traumatizing if you're me and that's i know and i am thinking of you my my thoughts and prayers are with you during this film because i am knowing that this is planting your seeds of evil step parents fantasies yeah 
But as an adult, I'm looking at this being like, oh my God, she's hysterical. She's a star. Uh, she's a standout. This is a dream role. She's I, hysterical. She is on another level. She is doing Broadway acting. She is a musical theater. She's playing to the back of the room. And everyone else. I'm loving it. Everyone else just isn't on that level. So we meet her. She's got a very funny theme going on. Actually, I hadn't seen this movie since I was like 10, maybe 10 or 11. I forgot that. That they weren't it wasn't a parent trap situation okay and i also had forgotten they aren't secret sisters or related they're just fully two different people i was waiting till the very end of the movie for them to explain how this came to be because you're getting no explanation you don't because it isn't a parent trap it isn't a separated at birth i was like well i guess at the end of the movie we'll come to learn that she the was mom, also adopted yes. and they were separated at birth and are you a screenwriter because that sounds like a way you. more believable story than we get which is just wow I was waiting till the end to get into that, but... Let's do it. This is the craziest (laughs) movie on the planet. It is. They are... So let's just make it clear. They literally are just two girls who full-blown identical, uh, also happen to have the exact same haircut, everything the same. Um, It's literally just a complete coincidence, which is psychotic. It's like, why the hell are we even focusing on Kirstie Alley and this dad? We have got a full-blown medical miracle. (laughs) Like, let's study these two. Or also, there's some sort of, like, full-blown... Conspiracy. Conspiracy. Okay, let's go to the government. This goes all the way to the top. She's Dolly the Sheep. (laughs) MKUltra. Now, Uh, Project MKUltra was where they were doing insane experiments on human subjects that was illegal. It was all kept a secret. And honestly, I'm feeling like maybe the... Okay, okay, okay. The dad is in in the cellular business. Who was he bumping elbows with when he got really rich at first? Who was maybe taking samples of his firstborn daughter, recreating her in a lab, she escaped. Now she's at an orphanage. She was found on the streets by <laughs> Kirstie Alley. This is a- Wait, so she escaped as a baby? <laughs> okay, so she escaped as a fetus. <laughs> okay, and now it's baby geniuses, the scene where they're breaking in and trying to get the thing. I'm I'm thinking she escaped as a baby, made it to an orphanage. Kirstie Alley found her, and Kirstie Alley has no idea that she is the product of an MK Ultra trial done on Roger Calloway's oh, daughter. Sorry, it's called MK... <laughs> it's Olivia. M- Olivia. M- someone, uh, someone just knocked uh, on my okay, door. Me, Someone's here. Okay. <laughs> they're they're on to us. Get me my white get, get me my get sharpie. Me my yarn. I'm gonna write on sharpie. It's not gonna be erasable. MK Ultra. MK Ultra. MK. Uh, Mary Kate. She plays uh, Amanda Lemon. If you switch our letters in Mary Kate and Ashley's name, it spells MK Ultra. I don't know. It's stranger than fiction. It's a way, 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 way weird coincidence. And all we kind of get is people like being like, "Wow." Oh. No one even. It's barely even that. It's just full-blown swept under the rug. Yeah. Kirstie Alley, who's basically raised Amanda, goes, wow, that's incredible. <laughs> like Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. wow. And that's it. <laughs> it is at this point that I'm saying, Maddie mm-hmm. looks like the little rich twin. The little banged twin. 
twin. Hair twin. Yes. Soul twin. You have, okay, when she faints. Oh my God, that's me because I always get low blood sugar. Also, you have a flair for the dramatic. Flair for the dramatic, but also low blood sugar. Yes, yes, yes. Go on. I think. Plays piano. Movie. I think. Okay. okay. I think this movie had a way bigger impact on your life than you even recognized. Well, now that I'm watching it as a, as an adult, I was feeling actually much more of a kinship to the rich one. And when I was younger, I felt more of a kinship to the tomboy one. This time I'm going back, I'm going, I wouldn't mind having shelves like that. Fill, not filled with dolls. Not filled with dolls. Filled with Polly Pockets and Playmobil. <laughs> I love Playmobil. <laughs> the bangs were shot for shot what i had still have do have trying to live this twin's life so the next thing that happens is our little Alyssa overhears clarice saying something nasty about her her deceased mom she wants to redo the entire place um it's at this point she's not sure what clarice is or why she's there she her dad hasn't told her which is like clarice is evil what is her deal we need to figure this out Alyssa runs out and demands her dad come down the stairs and at this point, there's a butler in this scene in the very back, standing with Windex and a cloth, looking back and forth. Doesn't know where to look. He's not doing anything, not acting. Fully <laughs> just got caught in the shot. The dad comes downstairs. We switch to a different shot. They're talking. It's finally explained to her like what's happening. We fl- we pl- we pl- we come back out. That same butler. <laughs> his back is to the camera now and he is staring into a grandfather clock doing nothing but staring (laughs) it looks like the Blair Witch Project at the end when that person's in the corner it is the weirdest thing I've ever seen you have the keen eye for uh, the production the always thinking these dang background actors they have it so good you know SOC SOC background BG BG, oh, to set, please. They have it so good. You know, they only have to work 19 hours with only one lunch break. And you're telling me they can't even give us a good performance? I, uh, <laughs> they have to work out in the cold and everyone else gets coats and they don't. You're telling us they can't give us a good performance? Um, that's a little joke about the biz, but uh, I was laughing very hard at this. If anyone is going to rewatch, please look at that butler. Take some screenshots. Let's show Olivia what I'm talking about. It's hilarious. He finally gets it out. He goes, there's no easy way to say this. I am engaged to this woman that you've never met before. What does Alyssa do? Exactly what I would do in this situation. She runs upstairs, packs her bags, and gets the hell out of Dodge. I'm <laughs> fainting. I'm running away. I'm doing anything I can to get attention, but also be over the top. And this is the switch. So what has happened is while Alyssa, the rich one, is at her lake house, Across the water is a camp that her parents, mother and father, used to run. And this camp is where all the orphans get to go for a week, which is very fun. Now I definitely want to be an orphan. <laughs> we have we have one little orphan, Amanda, across the lake, and we have an Alyssa in a giant lake house on the other side. Amanda and her little New Jersey friends are playing a prank. And they nicky nicky nine doors the lake house at the exact same time that Alyssa has run away. This is where the switch happens. We know where this is going. Vincenzo grabs her and pulls her in. And now Amanda is Alyssa. And Alyssa is sitting on a rock. Who is she found by? Beautiful Miss Honey Kirstie Alley. She grabs her. The speed at which these little twins go with strange adults they've never met before (laughs) is faster than you can blink. And I guess this is part of being a twin. They are both wearing 
ostensibly the exact same outfit by complete chance. Okay, and that is part of the MK, MK Ultra study. Twins growing up in different environments. That- okay, and now we're talking about the movie Three Identical Strangers. Me and my friend Grace, we're not twins, but we do she's actually not an overall girl but every time we would show up to our show on tuesday nights we're always by some fucking twist of fate wearing essentially the exact same outfit so all this to say some of us maybe also kind of have twin telepathy okay i'm feeling okay and and, you know i love you you know i support you but i am i am feeling a little bit of only child syndrome sort of coming out um somebody wants a sissy she could be my sister okay there it is anyway (laughs) Alyssa is trying to play camp sports she can't do it and amanda is spooked by something yeah. in the big house oh the uh you know what it is it's the it's clarice with the mask on with the white is that yeah what it and is? she looks at the painting of of oh right 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 she sees it which painting. is actually very funny that painting is so creepy she has the same reaction my boyfriend does when he sees me in a mask she <laughs> goes running screaming out of the house <laughs> they all but run into each other these twins are so spooked with their new lives like they're spooked but it gets resolved they're pretty, pretty on board with it <laughs> and they're really quick to go oh you're Alyssa. And, i'm amanda and that's being a kid and, this they roll yes. with the punches they go with the flow life is say, weird whatever get over it yeah resiliency it's like billboard dad when the kid is like oh uh, by the way your dad's agent is stealing and this is how i know and this is how we're gonna get him back boom boom bang 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 let's go home very quick their brains are just it's freaky friday it's lilo uh, yes. and jlc just being like look the this is the hand we've been dealt we've switched bodies let's make do hey good morning we've switched bodies it's that i guess very quickly they hatch this little scheme of like let's switch we can help each other out here one was like i've wanted a family the other was like i kind of want to be an orphan and i and 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 honestly the way they've and if that's not privilege (laughs) okay let's talk about it if to be fair though the way they've painted being an orphan in this film is like They've made being an orphan look really fun. Oh, yeah, totally. And she had been spying earlier, like, looking like, yeah. look at those orphans. They're having the time of their lives. I'm stuck in this dumb mansion maybe, doing nothing. Maybe being an orphan is fun as hell. Maybe being an orphan is the best. Uh-oh. And um, that's a different movie of her becoming an orphan. <laughs> and killing her killing parents. Killing her parents. So that she Okay, there it orphan. is, yeah. Let's switch spots. But quickly, we gotta teach each other how to be each other. Mm-hmm. Little Miss Ashley, a.k.a. Alyssa, is too prim and proper. Hmm. So, so she's saying, you got to fix how you use a speaking right yes. now. And she goes, you know, kind of something like, ain't you, don't you ever want to have to go to the bathroom? <sighs> okay, that line is taking me back. I remember, and this movie is filled with moments like Mental that. Mental anchors. Uh, okay, haven't seen this movie in 
minimum 15 years then they're pretty much good to they're go. good they're to like, go we're into the movie i'm briefed on your life you're briefed on my let's, life let's start act let's two do this. <laughs> they uh so they switch places um so amanda pretending to be Alyssa. so amanda being rich she does not want to go to the stinking engagement party and vincenzo and the hairdresser are having a really hard time <laughs> the one line i'm loving here is um she is bowling with a stuffed animal bowling the dolls down she's got goggles on she's got the goggles on she's oh dancing. i'm laughing so hard i'm loving she's this. listening to hip-hop music oh my god it's funny then outside the door there's a hairdresser the hairdresser says one single line in this entire movie he goes i'm a hairdresser not a zookeeper when Vincenzo asks him, why isn't she ready? The gravitas, the um, <laughs> importance with which this actor says this line is so clear to me. I could see him in that morning of the audition saying it to himself in the mirror. I could see him <laughs> practicing this line. <laughs> I'm a hairdresser, not a zookeeper. I'm a hairdresser, not a zookeeper. I'm a hairdresser, not a zookeeper. I'm here. I'm seeing all of that. And he he captured that for me in one single line. And that is the power of acting, is knowing that that day player, actor role, single single line actor, finessed that line to the freaking cows came home and still somehow said it in a way that was not natural enough for me to believe even though i i didn't have that level of depth of introspection about i it, saw through his soul the second he said it it was like nails on a chalkboard yeah. i said this doesn't sound right Maybe he should have said it in, I'm a zookeeper. I'm a zookeeper. No, 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 sorry. Okay, that's a different story. To be an actor, it is... That's actually hard. It is tough. Maybe he should have said it, I'm a hairdresser, not a zookeeper. If you can have one single line, that really doesn't sort of matter. It doesn't matter if it's in it or not. And you can stop the whole dang show by just delivering it so weirdly. Is it, isn't that saying? Isn't that saying? It's not about how yes. small yes. The, role, the role is. It's about how small the actor is. Yes, it's is. about. Yes, exactly. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's so. That's, that's our job as actors is to take you out of a performance for about five minutes uh-huh. and then uh-huh. and then let the other actors sort of bring you back in we zoom back we get a view of Alyssa. how's she doing at the camp she's trying to be an orphan it's not coming natural she's in the mess hall and guess what it's sloppy joe day this is where i'm really my heart strings i'm calling social yeah, services yeah. i'm saying the veracity yeah ver- ver- ferocity ferocity the ferociousness yes. and the veracity yes, yes. otherwise known ferocity, as ferocity I love. With, with which these poor orphans are it's eating like they've never these, seen anything gulping life. down these sloppy joes i've never seen anyone eat something so quickly how long has it been since last meal, last meal last meal I, yes they they have full-fledged pieces of meat on their face it's ever it's flying everywhere it's but little Alyssa sitting there she's contemplating she's never seen this meal before she doesn't even know what the hell she's in for she takes one <laughs> little <laughs> little bite Oh my, oh my God, she's shoving it it's against her heaven face. She can't on get it in. Earth. <laughs> you know, when you like, quote unquote, diet for like six days and then you fall off the wagon completely, that, oh, that first, yes. that first, Nuff that said. first pizza, pizza back. 
that first it hits different. bite of Domino's. Hits different. Yeah. <laughs> when, you're eating dom- when you're eating Domino's or if you're me, A&W, every day, it, it, it loses. loses its import- mm. Yeah. It, it, give it six, give it six or seven. And, oh my it's God. like an, that, that tolerance right break. <laughs> <laughs> and also the sloppy Joe scene. Oh my God. So visceral to me. Yeah. This is a visual anchor that, holy fuck, that stuck with me forever. It is basically the cake yes in Matilda. yes i'll never forget it never forget i did remember the sloppy joe but okay what's even sticking out weirder to me but it's just when kirstie alley puts the back of her hand she pushes her bangs up and puts the back of her hand on her and goes are you feeling all right kid that uh-huh. stuck out to me more actually than the sloppy joes something maternal about having a fever and having a mummy oh, put their hand God. on okay. you i don't know she is the most maternal figure in this movie and i'm loving it at the same time i am consistently saying to myself is it appropriate to be showing this to one of them okay for one orphan yes. and not the when other when they orphans. go horseback riding i'm like what <laughs> the hell oh, true. yeah like are these other orphans getting one-on-one time? Do they get to horseback? Again, this is being an adult. I was plagued with this through the whole film. I'm saying, how are the other orphans feeling? Sorry, they're all, they're already orphans. They're already insecure about that kind of shit. Yeah, it's come on, <laughs> Kirsty, use your head. We switch back now to Amanda. I fucking love. So she puts on this Ugh. dress. It is so over the top. I'm pretty sure I had this exact dress as a princess costume for Halloween as a child. I loved dresses Poofy like sleeves, no shape, huge. no shape. It's Cloud. so oversized. She looks so fucking cute. She comes down. She's having the time yes. of her life playing this character. Oh. She's swooshing hello, around the party. Hello, hello, hello. Like my dress? Oh my God. You know this was me in my red velvet at my parents' Christmas party. I'm the main event. I'm coming down the... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we didn't have stairs at the time, so I'm coming down the hallway oh, yeah. oh, the like a freaking days. street <laughs> urchin. I'm coming down, but I'm making the best of it i'm wearing gloves and i'm going i'm going hello welcome hello <laughs> talking to people drinking punch talking not the not the Ooh, alcoholic it, punch drinking punch of a uh, juice box but love fruit punch five loving it loving it there's nothing there's nothing like a little kid dressed in a big ball gown at a fancy party that is such a cute fun aesthetic uh, do i sound like a sort of older jealous witch that wants to sort of steal the <laughs> steal you. youth from her um i hope not but that is sort of also where it is rooted from okay i have another mental anchor here it is when clarice comes up to her and says we'd love for you to play something for us and she goes oh i would love to play what were, what did you have in mind checkers, checkers. dodgeball <laughs> and these two women their faces and the sound they make her and muffy her and muffy, her her and muffy, and muffy. Sorry, sorry yeah they look and they go mm. <laughs> the way they laugh is stupid mad singed why that is a living thing in my head and it came out and it went oh we're watching this and then it went back into its little hole that lives in my brain clary says i'd love for you to play piano no piano silly and so little mischievous amanda goes up to the piano and goes oh fine then i will and she goes up and goes this is dedicated to my new stepmother and she bangs on the piano mashes the piano i live for a mischievous twin i love a mischievous 
dog. I love <gasps> any mischievous little creature. They're so funny and cute. A, a dog, a dog, a dog killing the Beetlejuice family. So funny, so mischievous and cute. So so funny. I wish I was a little feisty one like this when I was younger, but I definitely was more of like follow the rules. I would never, never, never. I'd probably just puke with anxiety if someone asked me to play piano in a group that big. Me too. Also, I was never that short. Uh, I was always extremely oversized. My feet are like basically dragging yeah, you were a tall. <laughs> over the sh- over the stroller. Um, oh my, <laughs> my mom has ha- my mom has a three year old in the stroller. People you- are like, "Why are you carrying your seven year old <laughs> in the stroller?" You were the giant baby on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this baby that's like five feet tall. <laughs> so I never got to have this experience of being a cute little miniature twin custom built stroller (laughs) instead of a stroller just a wheelchair (laughs) and that is my (laughs) and that is what i carry with me every day (laughs) while the party's going on back at orphan camp we are doing little charades night on a stage and apparently the real Amanda is very good at charades. So like, yeah, go up, Amanda. You're so good at Why this. is she so good at like... <laughs> Seemingly good at everything. She's apparently amazing and yet no one wants to adopt her. It's very strange. The girl team is behind. The boys are up. And it's little Miss Ashley... Ashley, a.k.a. AKA playing little slugger, pretending to be a little slugger. She goes up. We think that she fainted from stage fright. And all the little kids' whispers are like, she never faints. She's really good at this. Like very expositional. They're really giving it to us. They're going, this isn't like Amanda at all. It almost seems like as if she switched bodies with someone else. Or like, like, we're getting a lot of that. And then, and then so, she, so she faints. And we go, oh my gosh, as she's wont to do. But then one little girl goes, London Bridge is falling down. And she pokes her little head up and goes, yes. And guess what? You guys, you were tricked. It was all part of the race. (laughs) She's getting more comfortable at camp. They're both getting more comfortable in their roles. And she is in the bunk bed and she is having so much fun. The boys, her friends, who believe that it's Amanda but it's not it's Alyssa. okay i don't even know how they do this in these bunks because i've been in these bunks uh no brag but i have been in these <laughs> bunks and i slept in them and you'll never let us and forget it. well if you did forget it'd be kind of weird because it is a huge <sighs> deal the boys i don't know how they got in i don't know how they got the frog in there but they've released a frog in her bed and she wakes up and does a cute little scream and after and after that sweet scene we have a montage of them all having fun bonding amanda bonding with the dad she's jumping in the pool ruining his drink so fun great gag vincenzo puts a raincoat on okay okay are we at second city are we watching are we watching a vaudevillian play (laughs) this is so funny okay and while we're having fun i do have to bring us down bring me down (laughs) i love it that's where i live in the dirt because i do have to get us back to our roots where my mind is starting to wander into kind of a dark you're sick you're dark passenger and i have no doubt you went there too because as i'm seeing this little orphan impersonating rich 
have in the time of her life getting to live mm-hmm. and do in a way that she's never been able to before has everything at her disposal a much better yes. life i'm sitting on the edge of my seat saying are we gonna get a full-blown single white female scenario like she is yes. going to take over the other twin's life she's going to she will not switch back she will pretend to be Alyssa she'll convince the dad I don't know who this other girl is I'm your you know we've got a rabbit in the pot we've got a rabbit in the pot (laughs) boiling over I honestly think this is why they made being an orphan look so fun because because it it would have been single white female if if it wasn't yes like who the fuck wouldn't do that i am seeing a final scene where both twins are standing there going i'm the real one daddy and and daddy's having to pick and he's got a gun for some reason (laughs) (laughs) and 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 daddy shoots and goes the real amanda would have would or the real Alyssa would have never said that um and then and then i am seeing him picking up the twin that he believes is Alyssa, and then i am seeing over the yeah we get a lash on over the shoulder of her face doing a little evil (laughs) (laughs) and that is the second movie (laughs) that is little amanda Mm -hmm. is horseback riding with her new dad there's a really funny line i don't know if you caught it where he says what's with your form why'd i pay for all these equestrian lessons for and she says and she says and as a kid i couldn't appreciate this i had no idea funny this was but as an adult i'm catching it and i'm laughing are you asking me a question okay (laughs) that is comedy that is what we come that is what we do this for that is what it's all about (laughs) Alyssa knows how to horseback ride but Amanda, she never seen a horse in her dang life. <laughs> and then we flash over to Kirstie Alley and Alyssa, pretending to be Amanda, and she has perfect form. She is sitting up straight, about to say bareback. Um, <laughs> oh, no. She is, though, I think. I well, She are, seems to be doing a very dressed down style of, she's not in the gear right well she doesn't have a helmet on yeah she's not wearing the, the helmet is just a safety part uh <laughs> even if you're gonna cut corners uh, wear, a, <laughs> wear a helmet kids okay we've got steve gutenberg he is he dressed is dressed ever after <laughs> ever after princess bride he is dressed <laughs> He is dressed like a prince from the 1800s. Yes. He is dressed like Mr. Darcy. Yes. He is in an Austin. He is. <laughs> not an Austin Powers. <laughs> a Jane Austen story. A Jane Austen Powers <laughs> novel. He is wearing a, a blouse. A white uh, billowy blouse <laughs> with a vest. A fitted vest uh, over top. With a little bit of chest sort of showing. It's a full-blown prince's outfit. I've never seen anyone post 18 <laughs> hundreds wear this <laughs> we've got this quote-unquote great outfit great outfit um <sighs> i know okay, i know i know okay yeah i'm saying to myself okay she's gorgeous she's beautiful she's cool as hell honestly she can wear anything and she's great but i am kind of saying to myself ah oh, man i really wish this wasn't a first meeting outfit every time i try to pull off like baggy clothes okay especially uh, an oversized button down okay. okay and this is what it's looking like when i try it and <laughs> <Me too. laughs> 
it really is like a little kid got lost in a big and tall man store <laughs> i was it's someone taking a triple xl brooks brothers button yes. down shirt and saying yes okay i'm gonna look so cute and I'm dainty gonna, and sexy in this morning after and it never is that way it, it never look looks like that. that way it it, you don't look unflattering. like it. <laughs> it just looks very unflattering and i'm gonna be generous pair this with a tight jean or a legging and you might have some room to work to offset there. Yes. kind of the oversized. But pair but this instead, with a balloon jean. A, a kind of like a boot cut. A boot cut <laughs> flare and an oversized big and tall salmon color. <laughs> salmon. Salmon. It's, it's not working. It wouldn't work on anyone. I've no, never. No, 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 no. I wouldn't work on anyone. So the twin, little naughty twins plans here is to get the daddy and Diane to meet sort of accidentally and get him to save the day. I mean, they're relying on a lot of factors like that. They, you know, that the paths will cross, that um, they'll both be in an okay mood, that the dad that, that, will that not. That will be even, even on the right track to, to to help chase after and it also is all hinging on this plot that does involve animal cruelty i'm not loving that yeah i the scheme I, I did sort of tense kind of up at this as they are using a uh what are, what are those slingshot slingshot oh my god a dennis amana slingshot to whip the horse they hit it with a rock in its bum so that it goes fast and this is the visual anchor for me when they are hiding behind the little logs stack of logs and they come up and she goes wow like she does like a little open mouth wow and i do picture that as being the picture on their tombstone <laughs> is that is them standing behind those two little logs with the wow and it just and, and it does just say wow spelled out underneath <laughs> Diane goes flying on her horse. Her horse is going out of control. It's running. It's running. I mean, it's actually going pretty normally. It's like galloping. But but, but, but but her but her is going absolutely out of control. And Prince sees her and he goes, oh, God, I have to go help her. So he goes after her and holds her hand and the horse stops. He stops We're the horse. We're not equestrians. I, I don't, don't know. know. I'm not a horse. <laughs> so they meet. It's L at first S. We're getting the music. We're getting the looks. Also, oh no. He does have, have a little fun. We have a little bit of slapstick because. Let's get slappy. He, he says, don't, you know what? Don't worry. You're feeling silly. Uh, there was a time where I looked like a jerk on the horse. Wow. Cue. He is hitting his head on the branch. He's falling backwards. And now we've got a man unconscious on the floor. <laughs> and it is a classic meat cute. He gets knocked out comes to and there's Kirstie looking angelic over him saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how many fingers can you see and he goes six six and she goes eh, close enough we love this so, attitude from yeah, her yeah. <laughs> we love this from her she is go with the flow she's very chill you can't really ruffle her feathers she goes <laughs> So don't forget to put put some iodine on your butt yes uh, 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 i mean cut screenwriters overestimating women's interest in butts and we see it time and time again these screenwriters they think that all women have got on the brain is butts men's butts it's if i've got anyone's butts on the mind it's women it's absolutely other women a my butt. own a, b- yes. a lady's bum never even seen a man's butt a straight man's butt i'm sorry nothing's less sexual hmm that sounds stinky and hairy 
and again and again i'm not skipping appetizers and going straight to dessert because i only eat appetizers and dessert i don't eat entrees i'm not skipping i'm not going right to pegging okay that's not where my mind goes you sick freaks <laughs> this is our organization it's called women fighting screenwriters pushing for pegging pushing for pegging <laughs> screenwriter pushing for pegging i'll figure out the acronym later <laughs> it looks stinky it looks hairy. it looks floppy it looks stinky and it looks hairy all three get it out of here I'm still like, you got a fiance. Like, you do not invite a woman over for iced tea. No, no, no. We all know what that means. I know. So I am also on stepmom's side on this. Sleazy. These two are clearly hitting it off, but it does get thwarted by an evil stepmom, Clarice, calling. She is a uh, cock block, boner killer, buzzkill. And this is the scene where the little twins are hiding under the little cart and <laughs> what are they? they they like to hide under various objects and this Logs, is canoes carts <laughs> when he is on the phone with his fiance at this part he steps away your daughter did this to me and he goes okay calm down calm down and he immediately like goes absolutes you know where he goes cuck and he <sighs> is on the phone groveling and saying it's i have a woman here but it's just a meeting it's not no no it's i'm not gonna have dinner with her it's like okay. oh my god any interest kirstie alley had in him oh it's gone she out the window face she's like okay i'm over this i'm leaving understandably for some reason i have a note that screams i love vincenzo capital letters exclamation mark okay I don't know what that's in reference to. Vincenzo is very for this new relationship. He looks at them and he goes, okay, now that's more like it. Yes. It's like, oh, Vin. And he's got his his masters his employer's best interests at heart they're not just they're not just (laughs) colleagues they're best friends and he is going to be the best man at his wedding nothing nothing sadder than that nothing sadder than that to me okay i love that he has to pay his only friend okay yeah i see what you're saying the only person in the world that would be there for him is employed larry david's best friend is jeff one of the twins i guess it's actually it's amanda dressed as Alyssa. she is wearing and i know you fucking love this too i can picture you in this i see it this is a summer top you would wear a sleeveless button down with a tie oh, at the bottom oh my gosh yes 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 classic, yes classic, i had classic. nine million I of those love those couldn't wear one now um oh my god it's not a sweatshirt get it out of my face <laughs> so clarice had gum stuck in her hair she's freaking out and instead of taking the <laughs> gum out she <laughs> full-blown cuts her whole head off basically <laughs> Someone takes a full-blown saber sword yes. to her head and just goes ham on it. It looks like <laughs> feathers on top of her head. It is yes. so, so bad. She comes back early because she senses that like something's wrong and she wants to clamp down on her man. Is she a gold digger? Yes. Is that what we're... That's her shtick? Yeah. Is yeah. that she's a gold digger? So well, that's why she wants to make that... Like, it's never really made clear why she's in such a rush. We're just meant to understand, you've met Roger. She's obviously (laughs) marrying him for for his money. Use your brains, guys. Come on. (laughs) While that's happening, 
Roger can't get Kirstie Alley out of his mind. So he goes right on over to the camp and he meets with Kirstie Alley and he says, I'd love to take you to lunch sometime. And they are not even like they're I guess it's like they're kind of putting it under the guise of like, let's we can talk about it's the, a business. It's a business uh, lunch. Yeah. Okay. Try a little harder. At least <laughs> give us, you know, some plans or a, or a project or a proposal. <laughs> it's like, is it a fair? It is the undoing. He comes over and he goes, let's go for lunch. And she goes, I can't. I'm on lunch duty today. And he goes, okay, I've, I'll join you. They go to the mess hall and we are surrounded by kids. We got a whole new meaning for, for mess hall. Okay, that's funny. Put it in. <laughs> write it down. That's going in your set. Okay, so we are at Macaroni and Cheese Day, and Roger and Kirstie Alley are sitting across from each other. They're hitting it off. They're hitting it off. But little Amanda, aka Alyssa, Kirstie Alley calls her over and wants her to meet Roger. Uh, uh, oh. Again, the favoritism, the weirdness. I, I mean, the, the horse so riding itself bizarre. is like. <laughs> she slowly walks up with a bowl of macaroni. And I do like mac and cheese, like the odd time in, in proper amounts and in proper, like in massive <laughs> quantities. Like I've told you this, I hate like gross creamy anything things in massive quantities. Well, and also anything in massive quantities. You hate Santa Claus. Okay. Okay. I'm writing this down. I'm bringing it to therapy because that was a breakthrough for me. <laughs> she takes the bowl. I thought she was going to put it on her head, puts it right on Roger's head Oops. and the Oh, the f- most fun food fight. Oh my gosh, food is flying, food is flying. Everyone's having fun, everyone's having fun. Viscerally, I remember them covered in like ketchup. Ew, and it's Honestly, so gross. They're having fun, but I'm not. As a viewer, I am yeah. horrified. It's so visceral. I'm <sighs> having the heebie-jeebies. I hate food when it's not okay. being properly ingested. Food on your clothes, food, food on, on it, food and hair. Food and creamy hair. Creamy food and hair. Okay, I'm puking. Uh. I'm yakking. Cleaning my own plate after food has been eaten and there's crumbs or residue. I <sighs> food on clothes. I can't. M- creamy food on clothes, rubbing against skin. Okay, what is that phobia? Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> Let's sick. Put a name to it. I'm at yeah, this I'm point, sick. I'm literally not even paying attention to what their conversation is because I'm going, get Me in neither. the water. I know you're going to go in the water. Get in the water. Okay, not only are they not completely repulsed by this food on themselves, they're turned they're on. Turned they on. love it. Okay, he, <laughs> they're turned on. Nothing could be less sexual to me than <sighs> macaroni than macaroni hair <laughs> he literally makes a comment he goes oh he looks at a piece <laughs> he looks at a piece of macaroni on her sleeve firstly <laughs> she goes oh i better take better take this off and he goes why don't you save some for later <gasps> and that is like we're supposed to get wet we're supposed to be excited okay. okay if that's not love i don't know what is because they want to eat each other up and i am in the bathroom spewing i'm so sick watching it on their clothes finally they give us some uh relief and roger runs over to the water and jumps in and i go oh get that off of you thank god thank god thank god i oh and it's pooling around you it's getting cloudy (laughs) clouds i'm hating this i know i know we have to get through Uh, it and then she jumps in too and it's the same like there's still ketchup and (laughs) And now there's a bigger cloud No, you can see you can see the like film of orange like on the top it's like 
<laughs> and so they get in the water. Things really heat up. She knows that he has a fiance, and she, now she's into it too. It's a full blown The Undoing. This is a nail biter because I'm watching this. I'm like, this is not appropriate for a kid. <laughs> no, this is so sexual in nature, and we've got two little miniature twins watching from behind a canoe rack we also have a clarice from across the lake looking through the telescope <laughs> at this happening well which... initially it's actually vincenzo looking oh through my the telescope. all eyes are on this couple. we've got some voyeurs kirstielli has a maraschino cherry in her hair <laughs> it's so the food is so gross i don't even think i could act my way through this the little girls knock over the canoes moment ruined this friggin ding dang dum dum goes oh it's a sign we can't do this it's a sign we can't do this i'm getting i'm engaged i'm getting married next week and those canoes falling is a sign (laughs) that i should not be doing this again she's like okay yep where was this before is what I'm like. Why did you even? You're the one who started this. Totally. You're the one who like did, who has pursued her. He, but he returns back to his house. And as soon as he gets in the house, Vincenzo says, oh, Mr. Uh, Mrs. What's her name? Kensington is here. And he thinks she's on the phone. But no, the woman from hell is back and she is upstairs. And he's like, oh, fuck. My, the old ball and chain is here. He's faced with his bride-to-be who has now butchered her head. He can't even conceal his surprise. And who can blame him? He goes, your hair. hair. I I mean, you're you're here. Okay. And these writers, again, they're at it again. With the butt, with the cut, with this line. It's funny. They are giving us gold. She's just witnessed her fiance having a sexy romp in the lake <laughs> in the camp and she's like at a children's she's camp. like oh fuck i need to make sure i tighten this noose on this man so he comes upstairs and she just lays it on thick she is yeah. literally crawling all over him and for me uh in this moment Honestly, uh-huh. she's my idol because okay, the way she is attempting to be sexy whilst having this terrible short haircut is so <laughs> inspirational. It's so brave. I can't even imagine. Me, with that haircut? Do you think I'm... Oh, my God. At, oh, my, the last thing I'm doing is trying to sensually crawl all over a man. Oh. I am like a unwed pregnant woman yeah. in the 50s i'm going away to a home for nine months away going from to society boarding school yes. for nine months while i grow out my hair and hiding away oh, from society that is a big bird cut that is feathers on head it is avian in nature <laughs> and we are sick we have the avian flu from it <laughs> so she's saying let's get back to the city let's get married asap which means we've got a twin being whisked away to the city yes an amanda whisked away to the city yes while while, while. we've okay. got a little Alyssa 
as okay. an orphan back at camp. The butt kiss debacle where they yeah. have officially adopted her and they're coming to pick her up. And this is the downside of being an orphan is Big it's all fun time. and games it, yeah, until, until, until you're you not an orphan anymore. Kidnapped into a work camp for a family. Yes, classic tale. And, that, and that's classic. That is classic. Amanda needs to prove to Vincenzo... I'm not uh, Alyssa. I'm Amanda. She goes, hey, Vincenzo, you think you know Alyssa so well? Okay, I'm going <laughs> to prove to you that I am not Alyssa because you know this girl. You know every freckle, every bruise, every cut on this girl. And he goes, okay, yeah, okay, sure. full stop, full stop, stop right there. Why would he know that? Why would he know every bruise on her body, every freckle, everywhere? Okay, and that's crazy that you're thinking of it that way. That is even <laughs> darker than what I was thinking, which is that she's going to show him all these scars that he's never seen before to prove that she's Amanda and not Alyssa. He's not going to think, oh, these are old scars and you're a different human. He's going to think, oh no you are coming forward you are these are new scars etc that are being inflicted (laughs) upon me secretly Um, perhaps the new stepmother someone is harming me and this is me coming forward fashion I can't even identify with myself I have to disassociate I am a different person her name is Amanda it's Amanda Okay, and this shows okay. how our brains yes. are <laughs> riddled. They are wired differently. When you consume this much true crime, criminal <laughs> television, uh, Netflix, bingeable shows, your brain starts to do this thing where everything you view is sinister, sinister, sinister. Mm-hmm. Um, I also viewed this scene as sinister. I won't even... I, to the dark recesses I say, of my mind. And I am dark as hell, but I have to say, it didn't even occur to me you are going it's down pitch route. black where I am. <laughs> I can't see a dang thing. He immediately after goes, "Oh, you are a different person. You are Amanda. Yeah. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Oh, he gets on board right away, and he's like, "Okay, yep." You've proved yep. it to me. You are a human who looks identical to uh, my <laughs> child charge. Oh, yeah. The MK Ultra thing. This makes sense. Yeah. It gets kind okay, of murky so at this. My notes are real vague for the ending of this. Alyssa gets taken away, posing as Amanda, to the Buckuses. So Amanda goes to Vincenzo and goes, we got to help Alyssa. I'm not Alyssa. And she is with this family they are sharing a box of cocoa puffs between the 10 of them and they are working in a scrap yard and they all have little uniforms on one of the butt kisses who i'm assuming is actually their natural born son this junkyard looks like here it is billboard dad sculpture yard the oakville junkyard (laughs) on lakeshore west do we have confirmation that that is the location or you're just saying it it's a light speculating that's that's the type of materials you're seeing at this oakville (laughs) junkyard so i'm I'm going okay i'm okay mk good enough for mkna good enough for billboard dad good enough for me and now i've applied there and i will be managing the (laughs) The junkyard junkyard. okay we've got two two different timelines happening here it's kind of crazy a lot of it isn't really making sense to me and i'm having trouble keeping up we've got a vincenzo threatening kirstie alley that if she doesn't get 
the heir to the Callaway fortune back. All hell's going to break loose because lawyers are going to be on her ass. So she better track this kid down. Which is weird because I feel like if he'd have just asked her, she uh, would have done oh my it. God, uh, Maddie. That's fine. It's fine. It's crazy. It's fine. It's crazy. We don't, we don't, I time. don't even we don't understand time. why it had to come to this. I don't know why Vincenzo's being so aggressive. No, it's frankly. like, it's let's really just all be on the him. same board together. Yeah. We all want the same thing, yes. essentially. So we've got we've got the wedding. It's it's on. It's on. The little one's trying to stall. She's um, she's putting very one cute. pedal at a time. So funny. Very cute. Over at the over at the junkyard work camp, we have <sighs> ten children being forced to work. Uh, it's, why are we touching on these themes, guys? It's fine. Let's bring I, and this I past it. I do remember as a kid actually kind of being freaked out this is a reality this is a possibility and then when all the other orphans they've been brainwashed they have okay, they it's have a cult Stockholm too. syndrome and they're all they kind crown of mocking her. her they put this crown on her it's very paper bag princess oh it's, god it's creepy so Kirstie Alley comes barreling out of the sky in a helicopter <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay and I gotta say this whole thing is really this is resonating with me because honestly I am that kid in the junkyard just still oh waiting to be for saved for with by my Kirsty in a helicopter coming and please lift me away from this butt kiss junkyard <laughs> I'm living in. Okay, and I'm also in that butt kiss junkyard, but I am one of the kids that was brainwashed, so I'm kind of like sitting on one of the toilets in the back or like <laughs> sitting on I'm like kind of singing to myself and like if help comes I will join you <laughs> but I'm also kind of having fun in the <sighs> Kirstie Alley rescues Alyssa touching down on a baseball diamond again we're steeped in baseball references hi uh, there is no original thought everything is a ripoff of something else they are trying to get to the church but guess what guess what another obstacle in their way oh they're not gonna make it but what do they see you see a little carriage with a horse, a horse-drawn carriage even, and the man, the man who rides it, the carriage master, is getting a hot dog, and he says, "Fuck off," or like whatever. At Kirstie Alley's kind of nudging. She she actually like cues she her it. like, yeah, hop on, do it, do it, get it. What ensues is actually crazy because you would think there would be a stunt double or something, but we actually get a full-blown little miniature nine-year-old twin driving a horse-drawn carriage through New York City. Could you... There's no I, way honestly, that was faked. It looked so real. I mean, movie. It's called movie magic. Olivia Maddie, we are getting full cutaway shots where we are seeing Listen, her in the flesh driving that thing. Unless I see it, I don't believe oh. it. Well, okay, while they are desperately fleeing towards the church in the uh, twin-driven carriage, we have a evil stepmom with. Uh, big bird hair <laughs> um, trying to rush through the ceremony she has got lipstick on her teeth it is oh. so cringy I'm upset for her she, so she's rushing down the aisle and the organ music is having to play faster I'm giggling at that that's cute totally loving it she's they giving get... the priest death eyes like you better hurry Kay. up through your priest shit did you notice this about the priest's head it looked <laughs> massive <laughs> a bobblehead yeah, bobblehead. <laughs> oh, the bobblehead. Uh, it looks like a bobblehead. It's massive. It's massive. It's massive. It's comically oversized. So the priest is like, "Do you take this man?" Stepmom goes, "I do." And he, and then the priest goes, "Do you take this woman?" And he pauses, looking around. 
can't even make up his own mind in this moment. Spineless, spineless, an absolute jellyfish. His (laughs) shattered, shattered, shattered bones in his body. He's just pure goop. Still almost isn't going to do it. And then finally, they show up, right? And then he goes, I can't. It's like, oh my God, man, like get a grip of your life. Like the urgency of this whole scene is not because like something's going to happen. It's because this man is too bi- too weak <laughs> to like just say no. Which They're like, we have to get Kirstie Alley there. Dad's going to, dad's going to say yes honestly, and get married. Progressive. Okay. Please have, please break that down. Let's show a man being weak. Let's show a man being frail, spineless, no agency. <laughs> I'm going to wring your neck out. <laughs> Kirstie Alley and his real daughter, posing as an orphan, barge in. He finally looks over and he goes, I can't do this. And she goes, what? And she freaks out and she goes, I am absolutely humiliated. Then she slaps him and everyone goes, oh. And then she turns around and goes to... Okay, raises her hand, pulls it back so far. So far, that would have been a hard slap, a horde. She goes to slap, the dad grabs her and goes, like, not on, you never touch. Oh, no, it's Vincenzo. (laughs) The dad doesn't even grab. (laughs) Of course not. Vincenzo grabs her her wrist and he says, if you you lay one finger on that girl and i'm i'm clapping i love vincenzo i'm standing up i'm giving a standing up and the dad though cowering cowering so scared of her oh Oh my my god God. God, what a spineless specimen she doesn't get to slap that twin she goes (laughs) storming off but she still has the seed in her mind of i want to slap a twin well totally because she hasn't been able to fill that i haven't get i haven't been able to slap a child yet so I'm edging myself. She was already pissed at one twin. Then, uh-oh, oh, look again. You've got another twin. Identical. With. And now she is double pissed. Because she's like, there's two of you. And she literally says, well, if I couldn't slap the other one, at least I'll get to slap this this one. Oh, my God. Why do you want to slap a child so specifically, so badly? It. It's an unfulfilled urge. <laughs> <laughs> and who grabs the hand this time? Kirsty. Kirsty. Kirsty Alley. We love her. What does she say? She's like, she goes, stop right there, Barbie. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I actually wish they gave her a better line. I know, it sucks. <laughs> anyway, she is sitting on the stoop and probably having some second thoughts. And then out walks a Steven Gutenberg with a twin on each arm. And they're kind of already like a happy family. Mm-hmm. It's sort of already been decided that now he'll just have two daughters. <laughs> he leaves the twins at the top of the step to go talk with Chrissy Alley, the love of his life, quote unquote. And I gotta say, seeing my two little twins at the top of these steps, one dressed as a orphan, one mm-hmm. dressed as a little rich princess, they look cute as hell. They're so cute. That little I work, love them honestly, together. that work camp outfit is really cute. Okay, they look so cute and funny, and it's so. They cute. have like little mischievous faces on. I'm proud of my girls. I'm, I'm proud, proud of what they of did. Them. And then it is this happiness is swiftly taken away because next we get a Kirstie Alley and a Steve Gutenberg close-up of them kissing and i gotta say i'm not loving it no it's and it's a lot it is a lot and almost too much and i did write this is too much and luckily here is where the um 
sort of disgruntled. <laughs> uh, very worry about what happens behind closed doors with this horse. Yeah. yeah. Car- <laughs> carriage driver comes back to reclaim his horse and carriage. But guess what? Money solves everything. Thank mm-hmm. and thank and that is the and, moral of the and story. And thank God for money, uh, <laughs> because because in those situations you're just gonna buy the carriage out. Because we we have this angry man, and Steve Gutenberg very quickly just says, Vincenzo, just pay the man. Let's just you know what? Let's give this horse a life in the country, and me and my girls and my new gal are gonna hop in this <laughs> horse-drawn carriage and just drive away. Cash rules everything around me, singing dollar dollar, because that's all I'm thinking about. I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna have the sickest effing life now. What I, I learned that from the movie and have held that with me for the rest I of my life, and it was the most important it. lesson I ever learned. Money is the end all. Be money all. is the only thing that matters, and I think that's a perfect place to end. It takes two. <laughs> Concludes. Uh, it takes two. Our third installment of January, Mary, Kate, and Ashley. I don't know. I gotta say, I think this is definitely, if not their best movie, in the top three. Well, this was their only theatrical release beside New York Minute. Okay, I'm not that surprised by that. A lot of the movies are very quintessential straight to video. Straight to DVD. And and VHS. And VHS. Okay, so let's uh, let's do our ratings and let's get the hell back to fighting off the rest of the twins on Twin Island. You know who's here is the twins from queen's gambit the friendly twins that helped beth Harmon out and helped her sign up you've never seen queen's gambit it's okay oh, wait, no wonder i didn't recognize them okay yeah that's see, what they're doing here. i actually zach and cody okay Sweet life of zach and cody twins that goes without here. saying i didn't even think we'd have to mention that one <laughs> they are fighting off the queen's gambit twins and it is looking really close um there's a lot of sort of gashes and wounds so we're gonna get back to watching that fight uh lord of the flies style here on the island let's do our readings and get out of this tree because i think we've been spotted <laughs> so first up is the nostalgia factor on a scale of one to ten big and tall salmon shirts <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, big and tall. <coughs> sorry, da, da, da. on a scale from one to ten, big and tall salmon-colored salmon shirts. What is the nostalgia factor? The thing that rem- you know. Did you think of your childhood? Did you remember this movie? Totally. I am gonna give this a nine salmon-colored big and tall button-down shirts. Ooh, a nine. That's a lovely score for a little it takes two. For me, this is going to be a six out of ten on (gasps) the nostalgia factor because... How's that possible you went to the camp? I did go to the camp. So if anything, you should have more nostalgia than anyone. The way they set that camp up for TV... It didn't look like that IRL. Oh, it was unrecognizable. Yeah, there was like little differences and like... Uh, movie and, magic. Okay, next up is what is the entertainment rating for you out of 1 to 10 big and tall salmon colored shirts? Honestly, I'm going to give this a 10. Okay, love that. Big and tall store salmon colored button down unflattering shirts. For me, I'm going to give this an 8 out of 10 big and tall salmon colored shirts. I loved it, entertained that's all i guess i don't know and finally who would you recommend this film to 
friend, foe, family, aunt? Anyone who knows what's <sighs> good, good for, for them. them. You know what? This movie is a drop of sunshine. Yes. It's fun for the whole yes. family. Yes. If you're young, if you're old, if you're a cat, if you're a dog. If you're big. Big. If you're, tall, if you're big, if you're if tall, you're... if you're salmon, <laughs> or if you're small. And you're small. <laughs> Okay, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, next week is our last week here on Twin Island. Hopefully, we're still alive. We are hopefully going to be doing Our Lips Are Sealed if we can get the DVD we, working. We are doing everything in our power to We have a full team happen. working yeah. around the clock for this. Thank you so much for listening. We love you so, 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 so much. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram at 30going13. Gmail is 30going13podcast at gmail.com. Ooh, a couple shout outs. Everyone's been having so much fun with January Kate. I am loving everyone getting getting into the spirit. Amazing inside info. We had a really fun little throwback shot of those Mary Kate and Ashley doll twins. Twin dolls, okay, uh, which are a replica of the twins in Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah, or was it Holiday in the Sun? Holiday in the Sun. Holiday in the Sun with the skirt wraps. Yes, it's amazing. Uh, Andrea sent us that picture. So funny. It's funny as hell. We love it. Um, and then Autumn Santor, love. if that is your real name. If and not, if it mysterious. Is, honestly, I love the name uh, Autumn. I'm obsessed with it. And if it's not, you're mysterious as hell and so cool. Sent us a hysterical picture of the twins in their little <laughs> quintessential detective little twin outfit. It's so iconic. And I it was like a meme yeah, relating to true crime. True crime and Mary Oh Kate my God. Ashley. Perfect. So fucking funny. That was perfection. Thank you for that. Thank you for everyone who's been interacting with us on Instagram. It's so fun. We love it. And thank you to Amelia. Oh, we love you, Amelia. We love you, Amelia. She is a part of the 30 Going 13 team. Tate is we're, tri- we're not twins here we're triplets. Uh, oh she and we're triplets and she is coming in for backup to save us from this lord of the flies situation you know what we're mary kate and ashley and she is our elizabeth olsen so cute okay so she's gonna be really successful we're gonna just sort yeah, of like yeah, actually yeah love kind that of like fade into the darkness and get a divorce on zoom honestly can't wait looks fun kind of <laughs> looks fun give me a bowl, fish bowl of cigarettes so that's gonna do it for us we do not have a sign off here but we like to make one up every week based on their episode so if we did nothing nothing kills a boner like a macaroni mushroom cloud in a light i like that and i think we don't need two parts i think i love that and we're out that's me uh signaling to the crew so here we go pack pack it up pack it up guys we're going home thank you so much for listening we love you so much we will see you next tuesday and you know what remember with you always nothing kills a boner like a macaroni cloud in a lake and that's gonna do it for us we'll see you next week goodbye